Welcome back to Shaywa Adabi with Coretta and Andy. We're excited to start today's podcast because we're doing a couple things differently. But before we get into the podcast, I actually wanted to talk a little bit about the tea. I am drinking Zimbabwean tea. What is Zimbabwe tea? Well, it's something with caffeine in it because it has helped me wake up, that's for sure. So my cousin is here from Zimbabwe. She just started school and she brought like a whole lot of tea with her. And I love tea. I was like, ooh, tea from Zimbabwe. I <laughs> don't mind if I do. That's incredible. What does it taste like? Honestly, it tastes like weak coffee. Like but a really weak Americano? <laughs> kind of. But like... You're really selling this. <laughs> I am. But no, um, I honestly, the taste is kind of, it doesn't like taste like this, you know, oh, I've never had this tea before in my life. But all of my teas are herbal or floral or non-caffeinated. And I needed a little boost this morning. So I grabbed this one because I know that whatever it is, gives me energy. Well, very nice. I'm glad it's giving you the energy you need to be shywa out of me this morning. I am doing the opposite right now. I'm drinking a chamomile tea. I need a quiet start to my morning. That's fair. That's fair. What is not going to be a quiet start is this new element that we are introducing into the podcast. We have created a spinner wheel that, of course, you can't see because it's a podcast, but Coretta and I can, and that's what's important. And so on the spinner wheel, we have different suggestions, different ideas of content and media that we can react to, such as Al Jazeera documentaries or translated articles. TV shows that have been translated into Arabic or come from the um, Arab world, like Jin or watching Avatar The Last Airbender dubbed in Arabic. Also, the fairy tales that we visited in our first episode of season two and other podcasts and things like that. So we don't know what's coming. I'm super excited for this. So we get to be surprised every week. We'll just continue adding content to the wheel this is reminding me of one of my favorite YouTube bloggers because they have a little wheel that they spin and it was always a great addition to their vlog. So, ooh, okay, I can see it. I can see the, see the wheel. I'm gonna click it. Click it to spin. We have a winner. We do. And I love it because I feel like I thought it was going to be like more silent. And so because it's not silent, I feel like you guys actually really got to enjoy it with us. So, <laughs> There's like a whole celebratory right. <laughs> clapping and, and confetti. The, the, the wheel itself makes noise. So that was really, really good. So we are going to listen to the Real Arabic podcast. And Coretta, this was one of your suggestions. So could you tell us a little bit about it and how you found it? I can tell you nothing about it, which is going <laughs> to be really fun um, when we look it up. But the place I found it is Alphazaic, the website where we have, you know, all of the different recommendations for movies and books and podcasts. So I went under podcasts and it was there. 
and sounded cool. And I have no idea what it said. So I guess we'll find out. I'm looking for the real Arabic podcast, which is accessible through Spotify, which is where Coretta and I listen to all of our podcasts when we're doing Shewa Arabi. We like to keep it simple. Now, how do we want to do this? Do we want to just pick a random episode or do we want to pick the last episode published? Oh, I see that the last episode published is like a part one, part two thing. Yeah. So maybe we should pick the one right before that. So it's like almost the most recent episode. (laughs) The economic sanctions, you say. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, God. Not that. Never mind. Exercising our ability to not choose that. (laughs) So we're going to do an episode where, oh, you know what? They have, um, this is August 2020 at this point, and they have an episode on the Beirut explosion. And this was an explosion that for about two weeks, because that's, you know, our frame of mind and reference for how long things stay, was in the news for a good minute. But it's also still just an ongoing thing that the people in Lebanon are trying to recover from. You were so accurate with your two-week window, which is horrifying, (laughs) but that's how long we have that in the news. But I don't particularly remember exactly what happened with the explosions. I do remember reading quite a bit about it, though. Okay, so let's pick another one. Okay, we can walk through someplace. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So they have a couple that are like a walk through what looks like different cities or different neighborhoods. I think that's, that would be cool. What I'm seeing from this also is that I'm not sure where the creators are from, but there seems to be a focus on Lebanon in a way that last season's, uh, the Arabic we spoke, we speak, the Arabic we spoke. (laughs) Harsh. (laughs) Focused on Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) a little too real so I think yeah we can walk through one of the neighborhoods in Lebanon kind of like you know we used to walk through the wadis in Jordan yes let's do it could you read out the about section too yes let me do that first and then we'll take our walk so it says learn spoken Levantine Syrian Lebanese Arabic with engaging and interesting episodes covering culture history politics and the stories of people from the region These clips are in slow, simplified, spoken Arabic from the Levant with English interjections to help you along. We also provide Arabic and English transcripts on our website. Okay, so what I'm going to do before I even press play on that, after I find them, there we go, I'm going to go to their website because I need a transcript for sure. I didn't even know they had a website. This is cool. This is more extensive than I thought. Podcast transcripts. Oh, they make it so easy. That's nice. That's a nice, straightforward website. I also like that to go backwards, you actually have to go to the left, which is reflective of the fact that Arabic is written from right to left instead of left to right. Nice attention to detail. It is. So our engagement with the Real Arabic podcast, I am blown away. I'm really excited to click on one of these here transcripts. I'm really pleasantly surprised. Also, I mean, my one question right now is what awaits us in terms of how fast are they speaking and how challenging is it? Because they haven't really indicated the level of Arabic. They did not. But what they did say is the clips are slow. 
<laughs> simplified. So I'm thinking maybe uh, they at least expect you to be intermediate because it only has English interjections, but the speech mm. is still slow and using simple language. But I guess we'll find out when we get there or when we get to the transcript. So do you want to take a walk through Gamez, Saida, or Hamra? Dealer's choice. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Let's go for 12, because I feel like <laughs> they'll tell us what the series is about, too. Mm -hmm. Ooh, oh. lovely photos. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is long. Ooh. Is that French? That is extensive. That's French. Well, All right. Cool. Oh, they also, at least in the English, they have um, changed the color, which I'm assuming is going to be for whoever's speaking. Okay. Not so in the Arabic, but that's fine. Whew. Get ready. <laughs> that's what they did say. I'm pretty excited, though. And this is in nine minutes. We're going to learn a lot. All right. So let's do this. Pressing play. No. Hey, welcome back to the Real Arabic Podcast. My name is Kira. My name is Amr. We have a really exciting episode for you. Um, does she have an accent? Everyone has an accent, Andy. <laughs> you are correct, Greta. Let me rephrase that. Does she have a non-US accent? She does. I wonder where she's from. What what did she say her name was? Kiera. Hmm. Maybe they do they have like an about us page? Actually, guys, I'm gonna start I'm gonna stop lying. Uh so when Coretta originally suggested them, of course I started Googling to figure it out. It's <laughs> out <laughs> that Kiera is from Ireland. Oh, cool. Yes. And so it's the softest bro. I think this is what's called the broke or like B B O R G E or something like that. I have never known how to pronounce that. B B Real truth. <laughs> R O U G U E. Bro brogue. I don't know, but it's they have the softest like accent depending on where they're from in Ireland. I think that's also why I like kind of stumbled over her name earlier. Because the Irish have so many vowels and names, but they're not always said. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Looking at you, Sorsha. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for teaching us how to pronounce things, Sorsha. Wait, it's not Sorsha. It's Saoirse, isn't it? Her name is Saoirse Ronan. I thought it was Saoirse. Uh, I know what it's not. Sorsi. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's that whole video where they teach us how to say her name. She teaches us how to say it all the time. Right, right. Oh, gosh, we have to watch that again, apparently. Uh, Sasha, <laughs> your, your name is a mystery to me. What's the worst butchering of it you've ever heard? This is actually cringy. As someone who has a name that's hard to pronounce, I cannot imagine being a celebrity. And every time I went on to mm. an interview, your name again, say it. But yes, so we found out, we found out it is Saoirse. So we apologize. 
you know, should you ever watch this, Saoirse, we, uh, we, we did our research a little bit to figure it out. <laughs> anyway, back to Kiara. <laughs> and I'm going to restart the podcast now. <sighs> Throw us to the wolves. I lied. Do we want to read the English first or did we just want to jump right in with the Arabic? We can just, well, I'm kind of reading it on my phone screen as you scroll through it, which makes it really, really hard to read and is not the best approach and I don't recommend it, but it's what I'm going to be doing because I am too lazy to open my laptop today. So if you could do the English, that would be easier. Okay. Wow, that was beautiful. It was intense. It was very intense. I just went ahead and listened to the Arabic while reading the English. That's what I did, yeah. Which was really helpful to me, but... I am so much a fan of this. Like they found a way to really describe a neighborhood in a way that like reflected what it was like to live there. Yeah. And I really liked it. I do too. I think looking, not to shade the Arabic we speak because it was a wonderful series, but a lot of their descriptions were very flowery and like, oh, this place is amazing. Rarely was the place ever humanized in a way that they just presented Hamra. And so like, I, I would definitely suggest checking out their podcast from the one episode we listened to today. I feel like that's the attitude throughout. Yeah, yeah. Definitely if I was asked like right now, like recommend or do not recommend, I would say absolutely. This is one that I can see myself listening to like on the bus, especially because it doesn't feel like as much of an intentional learning experience which is not me criticizing it as a learning tool it just doesn't feel as much like it feels like a conversation it feels like a conversation yeah and I like I love their dynamic between Amar and Kiera I really like what they did they have the English they have the Arabic just like seamlessly mixed together it sounds like it'll be really interesting to see what they cover in their more political episodes which it sounds like most of their episodes are perhaps political commentary so it would be worth maybe listening to one of those but in terms of like a listening experience this was really really nice yeah so I I went to the who we are section um and it's super cute it kind of uh it's it's reflective of us one of us speaks Arabic in this case one of us is much better at the Levantine dialect than the other the other is trying in our, <laughs> in our Arabic teaching and learning, we have both experienced the frustrating lack of Arabic resources that are not in Fusha, which is not spoken by people in Arab countries, which is something that I'm running into. Mm-hmm. So we decided to use our skills to create quality content in spoken Arabic to help out people like us. Amar is from Saudi Yeah, yeah, maybe, I don't know, in Syria. He moved to Lebanon in 2011 and has been teaching conversational Arabic for two years. Kier is from Kilkenny in Ireland. (laughs) She moved to Lebanon in 2018 where she met Amr. She left after one year to pursue her master's in the Netherlands. I love this. 
she's learning Arabic while she creates an Arabic learning platform. That's exactly like what we're doing. This is gorgeous. It makes me want to go to Beirut. Wow. Yeah, definitely check out the photos on their website. And so they have the podcast, they have transcripts, and they also have classes, like she mentioned. And so they have a section on the website where you can book a class and provide feedback. And you can do it online or in Beirut. Nice. That's cool. This was great. I really like this. Yes. 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 For the Real Arabic Podcast. 10 out of 10 recommend. (laughs) Seems like a great time to remind you guys that we got this resource from Alfred's website. And we say all the time that, you know, that is, is a great place to go for articles and book submissions, but it's also a great place to go to beef up on Arabic language learning tools. With the exception of our content writers who are from Arabic speaking countries or of Arab descent, the rest of us are just really, really passionate about either the language, the culture, or both. And so that's what we're presenting on the platform. So if you would like to learn more about the MENA and SWANA region, please check out Alfuzaic at A-L-F-U-S-A-I-C dot net for more resources to help you learn Arabic and to immerse yourself in the region. Do it, do it, do it.